Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. But first, though, today with the summer tourist season well underway, it's been revealed that not even a third of our Irish cities are considered clean. This is the um, the eyeball, the Irish Business Against Litter survey out today found the majority of the country's towns are clean, but two thirds of city areas are said to be littered. Uh, Maynooth was the cleanest of the 40 towns and cities reviewed across the country. Dundalk, though, was found to be seriously littered. Uh, we're asking, though, who's to blame? Uh, Martin McGalliott is with me, Martin's from Dundalk Town Centre, the commercial manager. Martin, how do you feel about the news for uh, Dundalk this morning? Uh, good afternoon. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I learned about nine o'clock this morning. Um, I spoke directly with Tidy Towns. We, we, I was gutted for them, to be quite honest, because I know how hard these guys, this voluntary network uh, works uh, up here. We would work very closely alongside them every week. So, yeah, it's a bit of... It's, it's, um, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's a, uh, a bit of a dampener now, to be fair, uh, for a Monday to hear that kind of news, you know. I heard though a lot of work have been carried out, Martin, though, since since the uh, publication of the survey last year. No, absolutely. I mean, I, and I, I would have worked directly with Tidy Towns and I would have worked directly with the local authority in relation to certain sites um, to make sure that they were up to standard. But, uh, I mean, one of the big problems that we actually have, uh, to be fair, is a lot of the private sites, which the local authorities can't seem to go to go on to uh, seem to be some of the most problematic within within the report. Um, in particular, um, a lot of the clothing banks that we have, um, you know, they just seem to be attracting, and they're on private sites, they seem to be attracting um, a lot of, uh, you know, people just, you know, just dumping the rubbish and walking away from it. Um, and I think, to be fair, I think we need, we, we need a, a national policy response to stuff like this, you know, uh, because... The voluntary networks are uh, are completely completely wore out. The the other issue that I would point out um, in relation to I mean Dundalk is is growing exponentially. Uh, I mean our footfall figures are up over thirty percent pre pan you know post pandemic uh, uh, numbers, and uh, you know we've a lot more people living over town centre uh, uh, apartments uh, have increased within within the area. But it's also translating to a problem in terms of ownership of rubbish and you know we've witnessed firsthand you know when our groups are out between three and five in the morning doing most of the the cleaning works um uh, or, or upkeep works um we've noticed that a lot of people dumping their home rubbish within the public so how do you well. stop that martin um i think it's it, it, it is a tough one i think you need uh, again it, it goes right back to a national policy level as far as i'm concerned but what I does think, that mean i i, sorry, I don't know what, what uh, do you mean by a national policy well, I mean, I, I mean, we're not. I think anybody that has a house or an apartment, you know, have to be able to prove the, um, of how they dispose of their rubbish. I think that's an important step forward because relying on the voluntary networks um, is, you know, the pressure is coming on them more and more as our own town grows. And they do. Uh, I mean, Helen Byrne, who's commander in chief of the Tidy Towns Group here. I mean, she's an impressive lady. Um, she's a great girl, and, and our team are fantastic. I work with them. Uh, they come in at nearly every Saturday morning for me when I call they come they're, they're you know but they're under pressure you know so we need uh, we need we need a way to uh, instead of you know all of these sort of awareness programs to try and get people to take responsibility mm. 
for the rubbish. That's all well and good, and it's it's important to do that stuff. But okay. we also need we need proof. It's like proof of purchase and anything. Yeah, no, that's to know that you have your own bins to dispose of your household waste. It's a fair you know, point. Um, Dundalk councillor John Riley is with us as well, Martin. John, who's to blame, or who should be held responsible in your eyes? Well, well, first of all, the report obviously is disappointing. I'm not going to say that, but I think. And I think Martin would back me up on this. I think Dundalk. Um, I think I think the actually report though is quite unfair because um, Martin can you know can vouch for this. We've done quite a lot of work in Dundalk. Dundalk actually we've been a snapshot uh, to the world uh, lately. We've had Joe Biden's visit, and we're trying to promote tourism in a very in a very big way. We've probably we've lagged behind for many years on the tourist front here in County Loud, and especially probably in North Loud. We have so many attractions in North Loud, the town itself. The town itself is actually kept very, very well. And I think Martin's alluded to it there. He's hit the nail on the head. And probably, I haven't seen the report, by the way, but on the outskirts of town, there is bottle banks. And I think think it's actually the clothing banks probably are causing probably the the most trouble. And they're on private land. They're obviously not being functioned right, or they're not being managed right, and I think so. People you know, just, are just dumping, but it's 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 obviously that if they're full, people are still dumping. Exactly. So that's or leaving clothing at the site. It's, it's yeah, sort of very absolutely. not very easy. You know, it's very difficult to control people's behaviour. But I think Martin hit the nail on the head in the sense that if these sites are on private land, and obviously Loud County Council are going to have to have a discussion on this because the operators of these either the bottle banks but I think it's probably more clothing banks are causing it's it's I think that's where the problem go, that's where the problem goes. Okay. The town never looks so well. Um I think Martin would vouch for that. Anybody who's been here, we've had the eyes of the world on us here mm. only a number of months ago. The- and as I say, we we just been a whole Martin's done tremendous work. You know, when you drive into Dundalk you can see on a certain hotel the mural of um, Cúhollán. I don't know whether he, he, he was brave enough that he paint that himself on the height it was. But, <laughs> no, but not necessarily. But yeah, so it's, it's interesting. If I, could, some if of I the... could just say one thing just in relation to um, uh, to all this. I mean, we've been working very closely with, with all, with a huge collaborative um, approach over the last five years. And, you know, we were acutely aware of some of our problems some years ago. We had the redevelopment of Market Square and Clombrasa Street and St. Nicholas's Quarter. Okay. Um, you know, the town has expanded uh, uh, so quickly uh, and it's obviously translating to a bigger problem in litter. But there are a lot of really strong charity shops, really worthwhile, mm. great okay. shops. And people drop their, their bags of rubbish there. So yeah. they, I, I really don't see the need for these bins any longer. Right. Okay, bags, no, it's, 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 it's a fair point. I mean, it's not just Dundalk. I know Dublin, the city centre, the north inner city as well, ranked among the dirtiest um, in the latest eyeball survey today. Tala and Ballymun moderately littered. Uh, while the area near Dublin Airport uh, deemed to be clean, according to this survey. Uh, Owen Klusky is um, a baker and owner of Bread 41 in Dublin. Owen, you've actually, you know, taken responsibility yourselves there at Bread 41. You've introduced measures to try and cut down and to stop waste. Yeah, we certainly have. um, I think first and foremost, um, each and every single one of us are responsible. So it's definitely not a a finger-pointing exercise. I think we all can have a look up how we reuse, what we put in the bins and start there. So at Bread 41, we've, as a business, decided to put our hands up and say uh, we need to be able to cancel for the amount of waste we're creating. 
And that started off pretty much from the get-go when we opened Bread 41 uh, pre-pandemic. We introduced the uh, one day a week we wouldn't allow takeout cups to be used, as in compostable cups. And this February, we were happy to roll it out seven days a week. Um, and just to give you an idea, last year, Bread 41 was responsible for contributing 34,000 compostable cups to the bin in and around Dublin 2, where this year we won't be. Um, to date, we've saved 8,500 euros in cups cost. Um, and the customers are with us on the journey. Mm. So people aren't deterred from, you can't just go in and buy a coffee without buying um, a reusable cup. Yeah, no, you can't. But it's all through education. We didn't just do it one day. We need to explain to the customer the why, why we're doing this. Yeah. And so it's on a deposit scheme then, is it? Is that the way? Yeah, so you yeah. can, five euros, you can come in, take the cup and you can drop it back, get your money back or you can keep the cup. Now, we did start off with a different scheme where it was a euro deposit. And unfortunately, we found that none of these cups were coming back. So then I was actually, as a business responsible, I said, now I'm, now I'm actually creating a plastic waste, which is worse. So we felt that a euro wasn't enough. So we got a cup designed in Ireland, produced in Ireland, and it's uh, five euros. And we've 12-month sales. We're up on last, last February. This year was better than last year. And is that from people purchasing the coffee and keeping the cup or actually returning it? Yeah, we, listen, we have a lot of people Combination. Returning. Yeah, it's a combination, actually. It's really interesting because we get a lot of tourists that mm. arrive to Red 41 and it's, I think it's just hilarious. They come, they get their cup, but they come back and they get their five-year-old back before they head to Dublin Airport. And that, to me, is a big result because they might be going to Cork, Galway or Dundalk or wherever they're travelling, but they're using that cup throughout their journey and they stay here. Um, do you think other businesses should follow suit, introduce similar schemes? Is that the kind of thing that's required, Owen? Um, yes, I do. Um, interestingly enough, we are now taking upon ourselves to try reach out to other coffee shops. And there is coffee shops in the area that are doing the same. We just want them to try go gung-ho and actually just get rid of the compostable cup. Um, coffee, especially coffee, is getting a lot smaller. And there is people who come and they say, you can't get a cup. And they just have a, they sit in, they sit down, they take five minutes. They have a coffee. Um, I think we get away from that. We're always in a hurry or in a rush. So we let them to relax and take five minutes to yourself and enjoy that cup of coffee. Uh, Verneen is on the line in Nace. Verneen, your area came out as cleaner than European norms. So what are you doing right in Nace? Well, we're doing a lot of things and um, uh, hard work, I suppose, and our volunteers and working in conjunction with Kildare County Council. We're very vigilant. And if we see an area, there is a black spot, we deal with it immediately. And we have the facility where we can contact Kildare County Council and they will either deal with it if it's too big for us or we deal with it through our volunteers. We have a WhatsApp group where our regular litter pickers, of, of whom we have about 30, 35, who are regularly out there. If we see, if somebody's going on holidays, for example, Somebody else now this morning has taken on a route because somebody's gone away for 10 days. So we keep on top of it all of the time. It's relentless, but our volunteers don't seem to mind doing that. They get a kick out of it. They just like living in a lovely, clean, neat town, you know. So, But I'd like to also reiterate what Owen Kluski says there. I know Owen, actually, because I'm, I'm a chef myself and I, I bring my students in Red 41. Mm. And it's a fabulous example of reducing food waste. And we put on some courses for our residents here in Nace with um, Food Stop Ireland and, and Stop Waste. And they learn how to do portions, portion control, and, and not cooking too much food, yeah. reducing their waste. But that goes for clothes as well. It's, 
it's, it's you know, we're, we're all buying too many clothes. You know, it's fast fashion. All of this, these are all contributing to our full clothes banks. So we need to pull back a bit. We need to buy a little bit less. We all have more than enough. You know, so it's more, it's all about education, as Owen says. And it doesn't get, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It happens over time. But like I've been managing the litter here in Ace in conjunction with KCC for the last 15 years. We started off with it really, really bad, but we're, we're making progress. Mm. You know, uh, d- we're changing people eventually. Yeah, and that those those habits or those kind of previous bad habits, I suppose, are being altered. Um, and personal responsibility has to be the the biggest element. You'd imagine to all of this. Text in from a listener who says, "In Scotland, you don't pay for your bins; you pay a council tax. They sort out the bins." I think we should do the same here. Another listener, I'm in Dundalk, and I notice um, the more voluntary, more voluntary people are coming out and tidying. The less you see the council workers cleaning, they're using the volunteers to do the council work. Another listener again and Dundalk, people need to take responsibility, clean up after themselves, but the local authority don't supply enough bins or even empty them uh, regularly enough either. Uh, Councillor John Riley's in Dundalk. John's still with us. Like, I, I presume the local authority, there's still street cleaning happening by way of the, the council there, John. Yes, I, as I said, I think this interview is not just, it's not actually just actually fair on the sense that you know, people associate the drive through Combrassa Street and Dundalk or Park Street. I think, as Martin said, this is, from what I gather, from the information that I just received, but I haven't got privy to this report yet, this amounts to closed banks on the edge of town that are causing a problem. And as I say, this is a snapshot on one particular day. The town itself, I think, um, personally, I think the town looks quite well. And the town, okay, there's obviously you know, maybe problems at the weekends or things like that or takeaways. But I think the town is very well kept and I think Loud County Council staff do a very, very good job. Okay. As I say, we're trying to promote, you know, it, it's, it's, the report is very unfortunate because, you know, we're trying to promote Loud as a tourist mm. destination, especially up here in North Loud. We've got, you know, I'm on, we're on the outskirts of the Cooley Mountains, Carlingford, we've got the whole gap of the north, the history with St Bridges, we've got a whole, you know, far yeah, loads to offer. But you, you, you think that overall it's, it's, uh, you, you think it's not a fair representation. Uh, Miriam is with us on the line in Tipperary. How bad is the letter in your area, Miriam? Oh, hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Um, it's it's pretty bad in in that people just throw things out of cars as they're driving by on roads. Um, I'm part of a, uh, I'm slightly outside the town and I'm part of a small uh, group and we go around literally picking up rubbish. Um, and I've only been back in Ireland now for about three and a half years. So I, I really notice it. Um, so uh, people have been talking about the, the tourism aspect. It really looks bad when you see so much rubbish around. Um, I like what somebody just said a minute ago about Scotland. Um, the council, I think we would do a much better job if the council managed the whole thing. We'd get rid of the whole kind of obscure dumping in all sorts of odd areas. But really, I think a big part of it is the amount of consumption. We're buying too much stuff, really. 
And, uh, you know, when, when you've all, like I'm picking up coffee cups and cans and all sorts of things like that, all fast food type things. Um, and, and somebody else was talking about um, uh, having cups that are, are reusable. And I think that's really important, getting to getting away from the single use items and maybe sitting down more and, and being in the coffee shop and having a, a proper cup of coffee. I think maybe we're just moving too fast and consuming too much and just dumping everything everywhere it it's uh, it, it's not mm. a good look for us do we issue enough fines no we do not and, and thank yeah. you for asking that. You know, we, we have this throwaway culture. There's, there's no responsibility. There's no consequences. So people know that. They, and I, I see it literally outside my door. As I said, people throwing stuff out the window of their cars because they know they can do it. They can get away with it and nobody does anything about it. So fines for sure. And maybe the council taking care of things and, and just charging everything on a council tax or something. Yeah, another tax from a listener who says Dublin City is also dirty because the, of the amount of um, roadworks and patchworks that have been carried out on roads uh, everywhere across Dublin City, according to another listener. This texture says people need to take responsibility, responsibility and just clean up after themselves. The local authorities don't supply enough bins in any areas. Uh, this texture, I'm sitting in Budapest City Centre right now. There's street cleaners everywhere. Just got accidentally sprayed by a guy cleaning the streets. It's so hot. Uh, it's hot, so the cold water was actually quite welcome. And Joanne wondering about Maynooth being tidy? Question mark. Rural roads around Maynooth are a disgrace, according to Joanne. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the latest uh, eyeball survey that's out today. Um, calls for greater political will and enforcement of fines and penalties. It's according to most of the texters anyway. 087 106 is the WhatsApp number. Kim is with us on the line today in Dublin City Centre. Kim, it's uh, like Dublin City Centre, um, well, still being called a dirty old town. What's your view on it? My view is very simple. Every shopping centre is clean because they have proper management. Dublin City Centre is not clean because we have Dublin City Council. They have removed 2,000 bins from Dublin City. That's why there is litter everywhere. They need to reinstate those bins as soon as possible. We had upheaval in the city centre last week, Andrea, because they sent out, Dublin Town sent out uh, notes advising us that they had been looking at the problem of seagulls attacking the litter bins while waiting for collection. So they have come up with this idea now of bin bags. And bin bags are a kind of receptacle that's placed over a plastic bag while it's waiting for collection. Except they want to attach those bin bags to the front of every building in the Dublin city centre area. They haven't explained to us if there's going to be multiple bags, if it's, say, a five-storey building or if there's multiple occupancy in the building. Uh, The bin bags, uh, the attachment alone will destroy the front of some of those Victorian buildings. They said they... uh, consulted with everybody, which they did, except the ratepayers and the people who are paying those companies to collect their litter. We weren't consulted. And you just wonder, why do they take these circuitous routes to this sort of thing when the obvious answer is there? They have banned our customers from town. It's virtually impossible to get into town in a car now. So the city is fairly empty. So why do they not just reduce the window for the collection of the bins and the less time the bins are on the street, the less opportunity there will be for them to be broken. Just explain this mechanism, Kim, this It's called bag. bin bag. Bin bag. 
And we got the notice on the same day they arrived out to start attaching them. Now, uh, to my knowledge, they've only attached a few because most people wouldn't allow them to attach. I'm sorry, to attach it to what though? The front door? The front of the building is what they said. Now, I, I also wonder about planning, but then as we know with Dublin City Council, they suit themselves okay. to planning. So it has to be, it has to be attached into the wall basically, is it? And yeah. it, it sort of works yeah. as what, like a net yeah, or something? The idea is you put your bin bag out, then you'll take this off the front of your building, you'll place it over the bin bag, then the bin guys will come along, they'll take it off, they'll attach it to the wall and then they'll collect the bag. But if you put out 10 bags, are you going to have 10 of those things attached to mm. the front of, if you have several neighbours upstairs or downstairs or whatever, are they all going to have their bags attached? And all we need is a very simple approach. Tighten the window for collection of the bags. That's it. It's not But sure then will people not say they're not being collected frequently enough? At the moment, they they need to just tighten the window. They're sitting there longer than they should do. And if Dublin City Council are the city managers, would they please enforce this arrangement with the various providers around town you must collect between this time and this time. Mm. But again, the one-hour window is all they need. And then on the subject of the litter, I see that Dublin City Centre has yet again dropped in the ratings. They have taken away 2,000 bins in recent years in the city centre. That's why we have dropped in the ratings. There aren't enough bins. They said the bins were being used for illegal dumping. Uh, if you know those bins, which most of us do, they actually have quite a small entrance. So dumping can't be like huge amounts of dumping going on. And even if it is, I, my opinion would be better in the bin than on the street. Okay. So, uh, l- l- let me bring in Rosemary for a moment as well, Kim. Rosemary's got in touch. Rosemary's in County Wexford. What's the, the situation with litter there, Rosemary? Yeah, well, a, a lot of the areas I was thinking about have been discussed. I think there should be more bins in the town. We've had a huge influx of of people, you know, coming into the town yeah. for various reasons. And but they don't have anywhere to put their rubbish because they're in apartments and this kind of thing. Weekends the bins are flow overflowing. They're they're in a dreadful state. And you know, it could be Monday morning before they're 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 cleaned out, which means that they're left overflowing. Dogs get at the rubbish, vermin with the heat and everything. I mean, it's it's just a health hazard. Plus it looks absolutely dreadful as well. And and another point I was just saying that all there's so many takeaways now. I think they all should have a bin outside. I I, I do um, litter picking. I live about a mile outside my my local town, and I do mm. litter picking. And the amount of rubbish that gets thrown out a dashboard diner rubbish, as I call it, okay. thrown out the car window, which is mainly from takeaways and things like that. Because we're a mile from the town, so you buy your takeaway, you eat it. By the time you're finished, you're a mile outside. We're unfortunately a mile outside, throw it out the window and go. But perhaps if there was a bin near the takeaway, these people might be discouraged from eating in their car and sit outside the takeaway and eat it and put it in the bin. I don't know. But, you know, anything just to to get people... um, to discourage people from mm. just throwing it out Similar the Similar to window. Kim on the, the reduction in the number of bins. Yeah, yeah. a lot more because messages. I, I spent, I mean, I, I could clean up a load of rubbish today, go out the morning and there'd be still stuff thrown out the window. People have absolutely no regard for the likes of me cleaning up no. after them. But you'd you know, imagine that has to come down to enforcement then, wouldn't you? We yeah, need more absolutely. fines or penalties. And, or... and then there's, there's clothes, clothes banks. They should be emptied more frequently. I mean, we have quite a number around mm. the area. And I remember one day I 
go into three different sites to try and, you know, put my own rubbish in. They were overflowing with bags at the at, outside. It looked absolutely dreadful. They should be emptied more as well because, I mean, people like myself, I'm not saying I'm, I'm fantastic, right? but we do make the effort to do things properly. Okay. But unfortunately, our hands are tied yeah. sometimes and just turn around and bring it home again, you know, but... Not everybody does that, unfortunately, no. Uh, Flossie is with us as well. You started the group um, Flossie and the Beach Cleaners in 2016. Are you still cleaning today? Yeah, we beach clean almost every day with corporates or junior schools. And then we do a public beach clean every single Saturday on different beaches around Dublin. So whoever can get involved. What's your view on who should be held responsible? If we have um, such problems with litter and people aren't clearly picking up after themselves. Well, there isn't enough education. The people who do leave their rubbish behind are the smallest percentage. The, most people do bring their rubbish home now. There is loads of education. But those who don't normally are living more in the inner city where there's less education about rubbish, which is why we try and give as much education with our charity um, around all the country rather than just around the coastline. The beaches that get most affected are the ones which are easiest to get to using public transport because it's just the easiest way to get there and there's not always enough bins there. Like the council men are always really incredible and good and like they deal with the hardest things during the summer because the bins are overflowing, they have to break up fights sometimes and people can be really angry with them when it's really people who are behind the desks in the council who aren't putting enough bins down and aren't putting any information around beaches and public places saying, please take your rubbish home. So those bins that Kim mentioned that have been removed from the city centre in Dublin, you think they too should be brought back? Absolutely. Because when people see a bin, on the whole, you normally put it on because it's more effort almost to leave it on the ground rather than putting it in the bin. Um, But when the bins are overflowing, then the mindset changes of, well, if we even try and put it in the bin, it will just flow back out. So people just leave it on the ground then, which is dreadful. So the more bins are more important. Uh, On Dublin, I see Joe has got in touch to say, I'm just back from Malaga. Daily streets were being power host. Every day you'd see it. You never see this in Dublin at all, according to Joe. Mary says it's quite simple. The litter problem in Dublin city centre could be solved overnight by additional cleaning by Dublin City Council workers. Um, Stephen is in Dundalk. Stephen, we were chatting to some um, some of your colleagues there a little earlier from Dundalk. It was found to be seriously littered. Are you disappointed with that? Well, first of all, thanks for having us on. Um, yeah, you know, when we saw the report last night and we saw the Dundalk had fallen to the bottom, we were devastated really about it. Um, you know, the volunteers here in Dundalk do an awful lot of work Nearly daily, we're out letter picking and cleaning different areas. So to see Dundalk at the bottom of the list was, was really devastating. So what needs to change, Stephen? Well, I can't disagree with anything that the last two callers there were saying. I mean, you know, ultimately it's with the people who dropped the letter themselves. Um, we're a small group of volunteers here in Dundalk and, you know, really there's only so much we can do. Mm. Uh, so responsibility lies with the people who drop it. So how do we enforce that? Well, as uh, as your last caller was saying there, it's, it's about education. It's about getting people to realise that, you know, the rubbish that you drop on the ground, somebody has to go out and pick it up. And, you know, even if there's no bin close by, 
uh, that you can bring it home with you. And if they don't? If they don't, volunteers like myself have to go out and pick it up. But uh, like, I wonder, is it a case that you need greater enforcement? You need, people need to be either, you know, I saw a text in from a listener earlier suggesting start naming and shaming people who were found to be littering, even if it is just dumping the coffee cup or whatever, the you know, their chipper bag. N- name them and shame them in the, you know, in the local paper uh, and it'll stop then. Yeah, that that would be no harm and that's down to the local authorities then, then to start following that up. Uh, um, have we Chris on the line I think Chris is with us too Chris you're in Dublin we were talking about the, the, the state of Dublin streets a little earlier as well what's your view on it? <coughs> Sorry uh, obviously look litter is down to the people that drop the litter on the streets but as the girl earlier on said about DCC I think that they have abdicated their responsibility to the citizens of Dublin for the way they, they allow the streets to become you know and I was made a sent in the text about the amount of road work when we walk, we've all driven down roads and there's patchwork of, of, of different types of tarmac atom or where a place has been nicely paved and some builder or, or utility has come in and dug up the paving and just replaced it badly with, with um, you know, tarmac atom. And I think, you know, if you want people to be proud of the city, well, then it starts from Dublin City Council to make the place acceptably, uh, visibly um, acceptable to people to look. Uh, and then put the bins back out that they took in. And this idea of, you know, uh, um, uh, handing out more fines, even possibly naming and shaming people, like, is that is that the kind of enforcement you think is needed? I, I think, look, I think if there's bins there, people will use them. But I think, again, as I said, it goes back to the whole thing of, of, of the pride that people should have in our city. We've got some fantastic buildings in Dublin. I, dr- I drove through there the other day, and, and you know, the amount of... of, of uh, vans just parked on the road, digging up the roads, etc. You know, and that's all down to the licensing that's given out by Dublin City Council. Uh, and there seems to be no joined up thinking about when should things be done, etc. Um, but again, I think, you know, we just need more bins out there. Absolutely, we should be finding people as well. Um, other cities do it. I was in uh, Spain a couple of weeks ago for work. Uh, and I was in uh, southern Spain, and the city, like everyone else has said earlier on there, constantly people out on the streets cleaning. Constantly. Emptying bins, sweeping the roads, washing down paths, all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. And we just don't see any of that in Dublin. And I'm not getting at the workers who... who, No, I know that, I know, I know. Yeah. And I saw somebody texting in earlier as well. Um, there was a mention of power hosing, you know, every day and every night. And another text then from a listener talking about the cost of actually being able to, to do that as well. Uh, this texter says, I study in Dundalk and I find that in the market square, cafes are terrible for not providing proper bins for disposing um, of the cups, according to this listener. This texter, we were in Dublin city centre on Saturday night. The seagulls were ripping the plastic bag bins, helping themselves to the food stuff, the rest of the rubbish left strewn across the street. It was an awful sight for everybody, including the tourists. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.